Who are we most thankful for? Jesus, God. Okay. My message this morning is the God that He knows your name. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, today we are so thankful that we have you, our almighty, awesome God, who gave his only son, Jesus, for us so that we may have eternal life. We cannot thank you enough, Lord. We can thank you, but it will never be enough. We'll thank you for an eternity because you are the most important person. You are our very best friend. And we are led to you by our Holy Spirit. And so, Lord, we're so thankful that you know our name. You know every one of us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I love this part of scripture that John writes about that the watchman, the shepherd, the good shepherd, who is often uh, referred to as or called Jesus being our good shepherd. And it's amazing that he knows us so well. And there are so many of us that he knows us personally. And he knows our name. Now the psalmist David writes about Jesus and how well he knows us. And I'm taking a look at Psalm 139. David was a man after God's own heart. He knew God very well. He knew his Savior, Jesus. Psalm 139, 1 through 6 tells us, David writing, O Lord, you searched me, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all of my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely. Oh, Lord, you know it completely. You have me in behind and before. You've laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me and too lofty for me to attain. Now, I would say that that's knowing David very well. God knew David intimately. I think God taught David to play the harp. I think Jesus was with him as a shepherd boy. Jesus was the one that told Samuel 
to anoint David, the next king of Israel. That's special for Jesus to tell Samuel to anoint David. Now, verses 17 and 18 of the same chapter, 139, it tells us how precious concerning me are your thoughts, O God. How precious concerning me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. And when I awake, I'm still with you. Wow. God's thoughts of us are a vast sum. Too many to count. Many as a grain of sand on the beach. Does that tell us how much God knows us? God knows us better than we know ourselves. Or others know us. You think others know us very well? You think we know ourselves very well? God as well as Jesus. Wow. Just, just think about that. Let it just go through your mind. How can anybody know us that well? King Solomon writes in Proverbs. Proverbs 16.9. You know, Proverbs means a very wise statement, a counsel, very wise. Was Solomon very wise? You know, he was the wisest. 16, Proverbs 16, verse 9. In his heart, a man plans his course. I know all of us have had plans. We write them down so that we can follow them. We might put them on a calendar. But the Lord determines our steps. Will he change those plans? If you're willing, will he change those plans if we just let go and let God? You better believe it. He will determine your steps. You know, there's another proverb statement or Bible text found in chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. I think it's a worthy, worthy text to claim. Claim it all. A lot of us know this text. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. He will direct that pathway. Somebody that can do this for you knows your name. He knows you very well. 
He knows you more than you can imagine. So if I ask you, how well does Jesus know us? If you simply say, he knows my name. It's enough for me that he knows my name. And I believe that he's got a better name for us in heaven. Whatever that name is, I will rejoice and thank God for it. I will give him glory. I will praise him. And I will thank him. The prophet Jeremiah, he goes further into how well did Jesus know this. I, Jeremiah, chapter 1, verse 5. You know this text very well, I believe. Jeremiah 1, 5 tells us, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Wow. Before. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. You set you apart for greatness. Because when Jesus plans our way, it's for greatness. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And we'd be like a prophet. Maybe not a real prophet. Not maybe like the prophets of old, like Jeremiah. But we can be a prophet to the nations by pointing them to the book of prophecies. We can do that, I'm sure. He formed us in the womb. You know, there's a, another text in the Bible that tells us how well Jesus knows us. Genesis 2-7, you know this text. Whether you think so or not. Genesis 2-7. The Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living being. How well can you know a person? Jesus took the clay. He took the, the dust and he formed Adam. And when he had the whole body planned out with the heart and the lungs and all the other internal organs, one last thing he needed to do. He breathed into his mouth, into his nostrils, the breath of life. How well does he know us? He knows how to He knows our heart. I'll tell you that right now. He knows our emotional heart. He knows our physical heart. He is behind every beat of heart. Every single one. He helps you breathe. Was supposed to come naturally. You just breathe naturally. He gave you eyes so that we would see Jesus. He created us in his image. He created us 
in the image of God, in the image of uh, Jesus, in the image of the Holy Spirit, in the image of God. How well does Jesus know us? Better than we know ourselves. That's the And now I'd like the video to come up. A very special song. And I hope you enjoy it. Should we turn the light up? Yeah. Matthew writes in Matthew chapter 10. Verse 30, 31. And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. So you are worth many more sparrows. Many more sparrows. Don't be afraid. He knows our thoughts and he knows every hair it grows on your head. How could he possibly know us that well? If you say he created us, that would be it. And if he says this person is going to have this much hair, these many hairs on the head, that's how many you have. And he's given it to us. Paul writes in one of the letters he wrote, this one was to the church at Ephesus, Ephesians chapter 1. Beginning with verse 4 of Ephesians 1. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. 
In love, he predestined us to be adopted as his sons and daughters through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and his will. His good pleasure and his good will. To the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. He knew us before the creation and for before the foundations of this earth. And this earth has foundations, believe it. He knew us before creation. My goodness. To us who are alive today, that had to be Jesus knowing us thousands of years before he gave us life. How many thousands would that be? Well, let me see. Six plus, right? Thousand. Six thousand. That's a lot. That's a lot of time. He chose us, it says. He chose us. Does that mean only those that live in the Old Testament? No, it means all of us. All of us today. He chose us. In the book of Romans, back to Romans 8, verse 29 and 30. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son Jesus, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. You know he justifies us daily, and he he will give us the uh, sanctification after a lifetime living in his will, and there is still that glorification process when he comes again. You know this word predestined. Some people would misunderstand. All it means is that God's plan was for everybody that he knew. That's all it was. Everybody he knows. Because he knows our names. And our names, thank God, are written in the book of life. Romans 8, 29 and 30. That is... That is something we need to look at because it has to do with salvation. We talk about the Lord being our shepherd. Is the shepherd good to the sheep? What we know is true. And there is a wonderful chapter in Psalm, Psalms. And it's about Jesus being our good shepherd. 
And I believe that in order for Jesus to do the things he does for us, he needs to know our name. He needs to know us inside and out. He needs to know our hearts and our minds. So I'm going to read the 23rd Psalm and make a comment before I close. The Lord, who is Jesus, is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He gives us everything we need, everything. He makes me lie down in green pastures. You know sheep love the green pastures. You couldn't feed sheep any better than to let them graze from the green pastures. He takes care of what we need as far as of food, foods. We need our bodies need the food. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. There's no rest like resting, Jesus. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You know, the name of Jesus means saving. He saves us. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and we do that daily, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. The rod and your staff they comfort me. The rod and the staff is used to keep the wolves and the bears and any other predator away from the sheep. Or it's to pull them out of a bush. You can't get out. The rod and staff that comfort me. And you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. You know when a lamb has a cut, or maybe when they've been sheared, you rub oil on them because the oil, I'm thinking, is the olive oil. It will heal. It heals them. And their cup overflows. They have more than enough to drink. And surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Put your name where that I is in this Psalm 23. Put your name there. You will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. When you learned that Bible text, Cassandra, did you understand it? Oh, no. You learn that text. If you're going to learn the text when you're a child, learn that one. That is the one you learn. And so, Jesus predestines us for something greater. And you've heard the question is that all there is? I think we've seen it all here. And the world has nothing to feed me. Nothing to keep me because God knows. So let's thank God every day that He does know us this well. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, thank you for your Son Jesus.
Thank you for the Trinity God. In it. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that comforts us. But thank you mostly for knowing us intimately, Lord, better than anyone else knows us. And you have created us before the beginnings and the foundations of this earth to be with you for eternity. We thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Now let's all sing when we all get to heaven.